So I think you would be naive to not at least acknowledge that in certain spots in high school sports, coaches realize either the talent is going down uh, and maybe they see losses on the horizon or maybe you get a special group of kids. And I think this is probably more the case. People want to vilify coaches in high school sports and have this idea that they're somehow devious that, oh, I've won and now I realize it's gone and I want I don't want to have to deal with the losses. I don't think it's the losses directly because I don't think there's many coaches out there that think, oh, I- I'm going to lose a game if I coach it. Um, you don't go in with that attitude. You know it's hard, and that's the ultimate part of it is you don't think you're going to lose. You just know the amount of work it takes to get a program to the point where it needs to go that I think oftentimes results in coaching changes in some spots at the peak after a championship, but in some spots there is just the reality of burnout when it comes to sports. And, and I bring that up because – you know, we've had interesting feedback, and we always appreciate it when our listeners chime in. Fast Lane, Ed Lane, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. But you know, it was a couple of weeks ago from one of the the folks who's chimed in, Jaime, who mentioned about Jeff Woody leaving EC Glass and the idea that oh, talent drop off, that's going to happen. I don't think there's a loss or a lack of talent at EC Glass. Now, maybe this upcoming year, relative to the last couple of years, but there's always a good base of talent in Lynchburg City school systems. I think sometimes it's the will to prepare to win and knowing what it takes to go in. It's the behind the scenes work. It's working with youth football programs in middle school, in B team, in JV, and in high school football and trying to get everybody on the same page that can work in that sport. And that concept translates to other sports into other programs as well and understanding what you're asking out of the feeder programs and realizing how much effort goes in and frankly how little high school coaches are paid relative to the amount of work that you put in now yes sometimes they're paid well but it's not six to seven figures well like you find in other sports which is why you question whether the juice is worth the squeeze it is a labor of love and I think that's what ties in on a local level So the topic that Trey, Ty, and I were discussing at the beginning of the show, and feel free to weigh in with your thoughts, Fastlane, Ed Lane, where you listen to podcasts, but we bring that up because we do welcome in Ben Cates, local sports reporter for NewsAdvance.com, and it's appropriate because as they're finalizing their all-area teams right now at NewsAdvance.com, Ben, of course, always with an eye towards the upcoming fall sports calendar, and yes, be honest, most notably, that's high school football, you're starting to, to be around coaches and know that they know what it takes to have a good season and so much work has already been invested and that's just the beginning of what still goes into this and Ben you know how much have you noticed that when it comes to coaches people may think it's the talent base dropping off that causes the departure when in reality in a lot of cases it may be more that the coaches at different programs in high school football basketball baseball softball whatever the case may be know what's required year-round and just need a bit of a breather to recharge their proverbial batteries. Yeah, um, thanks for having me, Ed, and I'm glad to have this conversation with you. Um, I think there are a multitude um, of reasons, um, right, that um, coaches would um, would leave a program if we're talking about departures. Um, you know, it's just like it's just like any other job. At the end of the day, um, it's not. Um, it's we're not talking about the college level where where we've got millions of dollars being pumped in um, to programs. Um, we're talking about grassroots kind of stuff where where the the person that you get to do that job he better he or she better care about doing it 
Um, and if they don't care, I think you can tell really quickly. I think fans, um, you have to get up pretty early to um, in the morning to, to pull one over on a lot of fans, I think. Um, and I, not to say it hasn't happened before, because I think it's happened before in this area. Um, but, um, but yeah, you, you, and, and especially when I'm out at, at practices at games, you can tell pretty early if a coach isn't invested. Um, th- that really hasn't has not been my experience. I haven't seen too much of that around here. Um, a lot of what I've seen is coaches really, really um, working hard to um, to to get their teams ready for the season and working hard in the off season um, and and really going at it during the season. Now um, there are varying degrees of what one coach considers work over another. Right? Um, I think um, there are some coaches who. Um, may not work as, as, as hard as others or put their athletes through as much of a ringer as others do. Um, and that's just a fact, I think, when it comes to coaching styles. Um, but, yeah, there's, there's be a multitude of reasons. I mean, you know, somebody like Jeff Woody did not leave EC Glass because um, the cupboard is bare. Um, there is um, plenty of talent coming back at EC Glass. Um, I don't know if there, yet if there's talent at every single position. Um, kind of hard for there to be really um, established, um, you know, experience year in and year out at every single position. But that's part of what coaching is at high school is bringing kids along and um, preparing them and, and getting them to know their positions better. Um, I don't think we're going to see much of a drop-off when it comes to talent, especially um, especially at key positions um, for EC Glass this year. I think there are guys who are willing to step up and be in those roles. Now, they are losing a lot, and a lot of teams are. Um, but, you know, you reload this time of year, too. So um, it'll be interesting, always as always, and, and this is a good conversation to have. It is, and it's fascinating because as you get to this point in the calendar, mid-July is where we are talking with Ben Cates of NewsAdvance.com. August 1 is kind of that unofficial start to the season for fall sports. Sometimes it starts before that. In a lot of cases, the preparation is well underway before then. But as you get to that point, how much do you understand that there's a ramp-up time that you know in the offseason for fall sports teams, coaches know that by the time you get to midsummer, you're you're not dreading it, but you know what's ahead, and you know the grind's about to begin. Yeah, it comes at you fast, um, and I think kids, um, you don't really. If you go back to your own experience in high school, um, with 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 your listeners, go back to with whatever they did, athletics, um, the arts, whatever it may be, it comes at you fast um, when you're when you're a freshman. You think you know your senior year will never get here, and then when your senior year is here, all of a sudden, if you're in football, let's say, all of a sudden it's the middle of summer, and um, you're working out. Official workouts will begin, um, you know, toward August first, and then um, and then right after that, you've got less than a month to prepare for your first game, um, and then eleven weeks after that, it's over. Um, so it, it, it comes at you fast, and I think that's one thing that I hear from a lot of seniors is like, I never thought that it would happen this quickly, or I can't believe that it's over, or I can't believe it's almost over. Um, and that creates a sense of urgency with kids, um, too, this time of year. So um, I think by the time you get to be a junior, senior, um, you're realizing that um, it's, it's time to go out and perform and to get ready and, and do your best.
It's amazing just the maturation you start to see with athletes and performers in terms of where their game goes and grows this year. Um, Again, we're looking at it through the prism of of somewhat high school football because that's what's on the horizon. But realistically, with all high school sports, as Ben Cates of NewsAdvance.com is with us here in the fast lane, is that jump from junior to senior year, the one where you notice maybe the greatest jump because athletes come face to face with the reality that it's the last time they're going to be donning their uniform for a particular school and in the case of a lot of them maybe in the back of their mind they wonder whether this is the last go around they have to play organized team sports and therefore they want to give it their all yeah i think that's a that's a really powerful thing um for for athletes especially when they're considering colleges coming up um you know doing doing that early at an earlier time than ever um, in, in recent years, um, most of them are. So, um, and then when you add in the fact that you really want to um, succeed as an upperclassman, I think you know, it just, there's just that sense of urgency. Um, and you can tell when a kid has it, um, when a kid is very um, – whether, whether um, the kid shows it or not, sometimes it may show up in the form of just like, for instance, just calm and, and just, being, um, just being focused. Um, Though that that's you know you you can see it in certain kids and then you know there's also the flip side to that where it's just like you get senioritis and you don't care anymore <laughs> um, uh, you see that happen too but but really um, what I love to see is that urgency and that um, that being resigned to you know this is it um, and and playing for your team playing for your community um, I think is a is a is a really powerful thing when fall rolls around you really see it in places um, like EC Glass, like Heritage, like Appomattox. Um, and, and then you go out to places like William Campbell, and you can see it out there too. Um, and so, um, yeah, that's something that, that, I'm, that I'm always focused on at some point because it's so prevalent. You can see it so much in the high school community. Newsadvance.com, where you keep up with Ben Cates' work. And, of course, Ben Cates, the number eight, on Twitter to follow him there. Also, Ben, you guys are in the process of finalizing your all-area teams. Uh, We asked you a bit about that last week, but for you in particular, um, we mentioned one of the elements of, of looking back on a year how about looking forward? Do you look at those in particular as not just a precursor of what teams will be able to do well, but maybe players that are primed to take that jump from being all area players to players that maybe either on the radar for colleges or with a good year coming up could reach that status? Yeah, sometimes you know, um, you know, sometimes you know a year in advance, um, and then you just have to wait for things to play out. Um, but like, yeah, you you kind of know like this kid. Let's say um, this kid is a, a first-team selection as a junior, um, and um, they're um, kind of in the running for player of the year already. You kind of know the next year that kid has a really good shot of being um, being your your player of the year for your newspaper. Um, and so, yeah, you, and then and then it just is all about that that kid's performance. You know, um, if if they um, can live up to what they did the year before. Um, or um, exceed those those parameters. Um, so yeah, it's it's um, it's something that you can. Um, that's that's one thing, one reason why I think doing things like this is so valuable, not only for the community and getting uh, honoring those kids, but it's good for us as well to know what's on the radar, what's coming up, um, and what's what is. It's it's good to go back and see what has happened too in the past, um, so that you have, you know, those athletes. 
look at those numbers, and now now they have something to shoot for for the coming year as well. Ben, we always have insight and analysis that we gain from you. We're grateful for your wisdom today in the fast lane. Thank you much. We're down at the ACC football kickoff next weekend, and then Trey's in for me after that. So maybe a little bit of a choppy schedule the next couple of weeks as you've got your vacation coming up too. So we wish you well being rested up for uh, the upcoming fall sports season and look forward to chatting some point soon. Ed, thank you so much. Always look forward to it, and I appreciate it. Ben Cates with us here in the Fast Lane. When we return, speaking of local sports, Commonwealth Games Main Games Weekend and the opening ceremonies are taking place in just a couple of days. The details from Charity Waldron of Virginia Amateur Sports next here in the Fast Lane.